welcome to the Free Midfield Podcast, the podcast where three friends who had their dreams of being professional footballers dashed away as children when one at birth was confined to a wheelchair and the other two discovered food, have their say on the Premier League. Well, we're back. It's uh, two weeks since the last podcast. Our apologies for that, of course. But uh, we've had real life struggles, so real life problems. Darren's problems, to be precise. You um, can explain. If we could not air out my business on the internet, it would be fantastic. No, let's air it out. <laughs> Right. This is, this, oh, this, 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 we're not doing this. Okay, we're not doing it. Because <laughs> you're not here to hear about our problems. You're here to uh, to listen to us discuss football, aren't you? And that is what we do. You're, you've waited long enough. We've uh, seemed to discuss this team for the past two episodes, I yeah, guess. You've been waiting. You've been waiting quite a while for this, or I some have of you at least. Feeling they're going to be a constant feature in our podcast. <laughs> Just to oh, be yeah, yeah, let's be fair. Yeah, yeah. Steve McLaren's a bit of a cunt. Anyway, Newcastle, that's who we're talking about. Let's uh, discuss how they uh, finished in the league. 15th, 38, point, 38, 38 points, 38 games even. 39 points, I wasn't far off. Minus Shocking. 23 goal Shocking. difference, 63 let in, 40 scored. Yeah. Um, but I know, go, Ma- I know Michael's going to go in, yeah. so I'm going to get in there quickly uh, uh, first. Okay, go on. I just want to say, um, before you do that, though, let me say shout out to the Newcastle family that I know. Yeah, uh, shout out to all you up, bro, for listening. Thanks for that. Thank you very much. Let's go. Let's go, Darren. Right, Newcastle, the, the perennial underachievers of the Premier League, and everybody knows it. Um, we've got a fantastic fan base, and they don't deserve the dribble that they've got to deal with week in, week out. Um, we've got one more point. And they have games in the season, like yeah, the the it's a disgrace. It's, it's just an absolute disgrace to be honest. For a couple, um, for a couple of their sides, for a couple of their sides, yeah. Very poor. Um, you hear the, t- the term, you're too good to go down. Newcastle have been down. They're they're the exception to that rule of you're too good to go down. They nearly went down this year, just gone. Um. They, they need work all over the pitch. Their last game, they had um, Jonas Gutierrez playing, they had Ryan Taylor playing in the last few games of the season as well. Um, their squad needs a complete overall. And it's not like they don't have the money to do it as well. That's the frustrating thing from a Newcastle fan's perspective. They've got the money to completely revamp their squad, which needs it. But it just doesn't seem to be happening for one reason or another. Um, their performance, the performances over the season just gone have been dire. I'd say the only semi-bright spot in their season was Ayose Perez, who went missing for quite a lot of it. And you could you could just hope for better for Newcastle. I'd say Papasisi was a was a bright spot. He came in late because of because of injury. He scored injury, and then he got suspended for six games for, for having a little bit of yeah. a split off with John Evans. Of course, I'd say um, Jan Matt. Well, let, let, let's, I think let's, let's, think, let's, let's let's discuss them. Papa C say eleven goals. Ayuzi Paris on seven. Sissoko four. Colbeck four. Samuel Obi two. Discussing Yamma, he had six assists. Ooh, uh, Jack Colbeck on six. Sissoko on two and Cabello on two. Colbeck uh, was good. To be fair, yeah, and they got Colbeck for free. That's a good signing. No, From Sunderland as well. Yeah. Uh, probably. I don't know. Um, the highlight of the season is somebody they brought in from Sunderland for free. I, I know he burst across fans because when he first joined the club, they were not happy about it. Obviously, not at all. he wore the red and white instead of the black and white before. So, obviously, they were a bit disappointed with that. But he came in, he played well, he didn't show any sort of um, nervousness about him. He came with full confidence. He believes in himself. Newcastle players don't tend to believe in themselves apart from a very, very few. But they started well in the market. 
kind of. I'm happy with them buying Wijnaldum. That's a very good sign in my opinion. But they still need to work on their defence. Um, I don't. They've think let go better defenders than yeah. they have currently at the club. Like last season, knowing that Younger and Bill was already uh, a yeah, Younger and Bill silly move. Was it David Santon as well? David Santon gone to Inter Milan. Sold to Inter Milan. Not like, knowing that sold. Ridiculous decision. <laughs> exactly. So now you've you've left yourself stuck with either putting callback as a makeshift left back at times. Dumb it. When you're not gaining. You're not going anywhere with Williamson in centre back. Yeah. I'm being honest. He's not. Champions, he's uh, low championship defender, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, as harsh that as they may sound. No, it's true. He's, no, he's, I'd, he's, I'd even go the step further and say he's a League One defender. He's, there you he's go. really he's, one thing is for sure. It's definitely not like, Premiership quality. Exactly. Um, Stephen Taylor, who again is not great. I used to, I used to like. Everybody Stephen loved Stephen Taylor at the yeah. time. Yeah, right? but Stephen Taylor. I used to like him. I used to like him. Every club has a Stephen Taylor. Who's a player that you just love for being a complete and utter moron. That's what Harsh. Stephen Taylor No, no, no. I don't, I don't think Stephen Taylor is a moron. New, he's Newcastle born and bred, so it's not... That a, plus, I'd say, the period between 09 and 12... He was decent. He was very not decent. He was good. He was a good defender. Yeah. Then um, they went down. Colaccini needs to leave. Colaccini is over heart, the hill and his heart is not at Newcastle yeah, he, anymore. He, he's asked for, I think he's asked for a transfer for at least three seasons in a row Just now. let him go back and to Argentina. He's captain. So, I mean, after the first transfer request... Okay, maybe he's homesick, whatever. That's what we were saying. Okay, blah, blah, blah. After the second one, you kept him as captain? No. Obviously, that wasn't that was under a previous regime as why he was kept as captain under um, Pardew. My opinion, I don't think they would have finished as lowly under with Pardew if he stayed at the end of the season, but obviously he left as on accord. But they still got a long way to go. I think, in my opinion, they've got a good goalkeeper still, a very, very weak defence, a midfield that has decent players, but don't have that quality. Maybe Wijnaldum will bring that quality. Jose Perez is good. Papi Cisse, decent. They need one top striker. I'm interested to see how De Jong does the season. He's yeah, he's just fit. If he's fit, I reckon he'll be okay. There's rumours about them sniffing around Charlie Austin. I'd really be interested to see how he'd fit into that team if he does go there. That would be a good signing. Of course. The fifteen million they want to spend, I don't know how much of a budget they have under. Well, let, 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 let's talk about the budget. McLaren says he wants five players in this window. He has one of them so far. He says he has a fifteen million pound budget. Oh wow! But he just uh, spent fourteen million on Wigan Alden. Yeah, so maybe he, has, maybe he has twenty nine million spent. There you go. Um, yeah, you're right. Char- um, Aus- uh, Charlie Austin rumors. Apparently, he's the priority for Newcastle. They're actually considering selling Papi Cissé as, as long as somebody bids the right price. I feel like that's because of Papi Cissé's off-field antics. If Probably. you've read what yeah, he's been yeah. up to recently. But then again, other rumours are if Papi Cissé goes there, Alexander Mitrovic from uh, Anderlecht, yeah, apparently that's a deal that's close to completion. Uh, that's pretty much it when it comes to rumours. I mean, Jorginho Wijnaldum is the only person that's see, coming. The pro- see, the problem with that is... Mitrovic will cost about 12, 13 million. Yeah. Austin will be 15 million. So if you've got a 15 million budget, you've pretty much wasted that on a player. I mean, these are good players. They're very good strikers. I like those two. But a team that needs a lot of help in a lot of areas, it's better to just build yeah. in a place because they finished 17th last season. So they need to 15. start. They need to, they they need to build a team where they can at least go mid table, ninth, maybe just around there, where it's to say, okay, it's a decent season. We're trying to build. And then. Maybe push for something higher because Newcastle would want to be in the European competitions. Of course, it's, it's weird though. All they seem to be focusing on is, 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 is strikers. Yeah, they need to build from the back. I mean, like. See, this is, this is what I was talking about. This is what I always talk about McLaren. See, I was like, I don't appraise him because 
he signed so good that was Nardum, but now he wants to blow the his budget. Is he in charge? He's not even. Though. I think I thought it was Graham Carr that did most of the transfer deals. He, he's the he, Graham, it's the same. I think it's the same situation as Rogers sort of has. Okay. Like they drop. They drop a list, and he can choose who he feels will get picked into the squad. Well, but Graham Carr does have much more of an influence yeah. on what deals happen and what deals don't happen. Speaking of um, McLaren, he's a bit of a damp squib of a manager. Um, he got sacked from the team who should have got promoted, but instead finished outside the playoff spots. And he's managed to score himself a Premier League job in one of the most, well, in one of the biggest teams in England. Like, yeah, this is this is one of the biggest. Quite a Fact. Yeah, this is one of the biggest. Um, I do believe that he won't last the season. That's my prediction. <laughs> I don't think he's gonna last the season. I'll uh, point it out there. I'll, 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 if if that doesn't, if he doesn't, they must not bring in a coach because he lost Newcastle. Yeah. To manage the team, John Carver. Is not uh, well, he calls himself the best manager in the league. They sacked him, haven't they? They sacked him. They've got, the they've got rid of him. Yeah. But I mean, they've got other coaches in there. I mean, the coaching setup isn't fantastic, no. but Newcastle. I just hope the fans can have some sort of patience to the point where they know they. Obviously, they have smart fans. Their fans are not stupid, mm. but they complain because a games they should be winning is when they lose. Yeah. One thing I want for Newcastle, and I know the fans want as well, is a cup run. I just, I yeah, really yeah. would like to see them at least get to the quarters or semis. If they could win a league of, cup or something, that would a be competition. great. If it, they could win a league cup, that yeah. would be fantastic for Newcastle. That's a way into Europe as yeah. well. They haven't won anything in a very long time. The last final was in 99. Yeah, and well, it's all yeah. what happened there. So yeah. Let's not discuss that. Yeah, exactly. You United fans, yeah. I, I, Manchester, not I Newcastle. I support FC United Manchester, but I have no United in that. Of course, of course. We've touched on Newcastle's Offense and defense. I mean, what are the, what who, what are the players that you think need to be at Newcastle right now? Do they need a Charlie Austin? Do they need a Mitchell? They need a, two good centre backs. Yeah. They need a good left back because Dummett's not up to the job. If I'm honest, he can be a backup. Um, I like Anita. Tiote is good, but he's crazy. Also, he got quite a long term injury last year. Yeah. And he played Akon as well, so he he's had quite a lot of. He needs a bit of rest. Yeah. Him. Um, Sissoko yeah. as well but with Sissoko I always feel like he's playing within himself I don't feel like you're getting what he can be with Newcastle I feel like even if he had a period where he was playing well he'd be playing for a move I, I mean, there's something about Sissoko I'm not sure about I just well, don't he, feel like his he, heart's he, in he's really come out, he really come out this summer and said that he's he'd be happy to move to a cl- another club so he's really looking for that move he's, he's not in love with Newcastle yeah. he's, a, he's a player that wants to use him as a big stepping stone but I mean the thing is with Newcastle it's a, it's a team where a lot of good young players can come to and build themselves from that um, I do feel though they need a left back a set back um, or two, as Michael's pointed out. Should, should, should we just go say change the whole team up? No. Just look at the team that Bobby Wilson built for fourth. Yeah. And um, see where. Compare it. I can't remember the squad exactly, but I know it was a decent squad. Yeah. Let's face it. They had Patrick Clivert in there. Clivert and Laura Bear yeah. in there. That's what I'm saying. Clivert was a marquee sign. But then they, they had Alan Shearer there. Like they oh, had yeah. a, oh, got yeah. a goal scorer, a player that was going to get you 20 goals a season. Fabio Cissé looked like that type of striker, didn't he? When he he looked like yeah. he looked like that striker when Denver Bar was there. Denver Bar left, and he had a good goal against Chelsea. And we're like, wow, this had a super player. And then, well, 
you know. But yeah, that's that's Newcastle, I guess. Um, I don't have that higher hopes for them this season coming. I reckon they'll finish about 16 for 15. Not relegated? Not relegated, no, I, I, no. I, I, I think they're I, worst teams in the division. I said in a previous pod that they'll finish 19th. I, I would like to take that back. I've I, I got a few tweets that hurt some feelings. <laughs> <laughs> but no, few, maybe one or two good signings in the right areas and they can finish, in my opinion, 12th, 11th. Well, you shouldn't change your opinion because people... It was a bit of an outrageous opinion. It was, it was outrageous because I was just a bit angry because Steve McLaren. I don't trust him with anything. Really. Nobody trusts yeah. Steve McLaren. But we, will, we will see when he doesn't see the season out. As I said, when he gets sacked. Uh, when he, do. when he yeah. gets sacked about February. Yeah. Well, let, let, let's hope he doesn't go to Holland again because that was a fun experience. Yeah. Anyway, moving on, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll go to Leicester now. Just talk about their goal scorers. Uh, Leonardo was Joe 11 goals David Nugent 5 Jamie Vardy 5 Cambiasso 5 Riyad Mahrez 4 um, Albrighton with 3 assists Vardy with 8 Mahrez with 3 they finished 14th 41 points minus 9 goal difference 55 conceded 46 uh, scored nobody expected Leicester to stay up there did they? yeah well um <laughs> They've rubber stamped to go down now. <laughs> like, <laughs> they're going down. They've brought in the Tinker Man to replace Nigel Pearson. Yeah. Um, Mr. Ranieri, of course. Yeah. Famous for his uh, not winning the league at Chelsea. You got sacked by Greece for, after losing to the Faroe Islands. So yeah. that's the kind of manager they've brought in at the moment. Leicester didn't, didn't have a spell at Monaco as well, did Yeah, he, he did. Yeah. Leicester had a fantastic season. They stayed in the Premier League. But as probably history goes the second season is always a lot harder for newly promoted sides i also i feel like a lot of teams a lot of pundits actually overrated the way leicester played in particularly jamie vardy um he could he got he got five goals in the england cap of those five goals jason punchin has a fantastic season also plays that wide and behind the striker and didn't get a cap um let's not go into that because <laughs> which is a sore spot in this podcast yeah um I mean, he, he rubber-stamped his, his name into football folklore for, for diving and winning a penalty against Man United. And, um, none of that, please. I feel like... <laughs> none of that, gentlemen, none of that. I, hey, that was him. I feel like if they'd, if they'd kept on to Nigel Pearson, I do feel like they would have had a very good chance of staying up. But they didn't even replace him with a manager of his type of ilk. It's, so it worries me. If I was a Leicester fan, I'd be really, really worried. Um, because they've... They really are going to need a lot of reinforcements if they're going to stay up. But they always was going to need that reinforcement because the second season is always tougher. Let's, all... let's talk about um, reinforcements. Uh, if, let's see if they've bought in. They've bought in Christian Fuchs on a free transfer from Schalke. Robert Hoof for three million from Stoke. Um, Shinji, Shinji Okazaki. Okazaki from uh, Mainz. He will get you goals. Undisclosed he free. Will get you goals. Waiting a work permit. Um, this my uh, date is a bit old, so he might have confirmed that deal. But out, uh, Tom Hooper, James Pearson, uh, Adam Smith, uh, and Chris Wood. Why, why did James, what, did James Pearson get sacked? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah sorry, well, released. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they sacked because, you know, the... Yeah, the and he eventually got his dad the sack as well. Yeah. Because yeah. Of it. yeah. Um, no, there's a good signing, so. Yeah, I mean... There's a good signing. I feel like he needs more work, though. They don't need a bit more work, but that's a good, that's a good start. Because Esteban Cambiasso still not said why he, whether he's staying or going, and he, for me personally, was a... Massive reason why they stayed up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His experience in big games and his ability as a footballer was 
second to none in that Leicester, Leicester team. The experience was so needed. And um, if he does go, which is likely, it's going to be a massive, massive loss. And I do feel like that was one of the shrewdest, if not best, signings of last season. Nobody expected it, though. This this is a man that's played for Madrid and Inter Milan. He's won Champions Leagues with both, I believe. No, with... Just Inter Milan. Inter Milan. Oh, well, he's won the Champions League. He, he, won, he, Champions he, League. he went to Leicester. Yeah. I mean... Well, it happens. I mean... Oh, actually, no. Bichette did win Champions League, but yeah, he went to... Brighton. Brighton. That was due to the manager, though, wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, yeah Cambiasso had no links to, to Nigel Pearson. Very true. Very true. And this Pearson played for, I don't know, no. <laughs> some Argentinian team. No. No? Did, wow. No, he didn't play for River Plate. No, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, but I'd, I worry, I'd worry, I'd really start worrying if Cambiasso goes, because mm. his experience was so important for I'll, them. I'll, I'll, personally, I would see who um, Ranieri brings in before. I'm not ready to judge them just yet. Well, that's the thing. Um, let's go to the rumours. £12 million bid has been rejected for Charlie Austin. Uh, Jeffrey Schlupp uh, has signed a deal, has uh, extended his contract yeah. with, with Leicester, waving the fortress from Arsenal. At the back end of the season, him and Albright and that wing-back really helped mm-hmm. um, push the, the team forward. Can be absolute, yeah, we've discussed yet to sign a contract, but yet to find another club yeah. as well. Is Ranieri the right man to keep him at the club? No. Well, that's that's my personal that, opinion. That, that, I don't rate him. That's that then. Is that, right? <laughs> yeah. that is that. That's it. Um, I, 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 don't, I don't know. Um, I mean, he's, he, Ranieri's got a great, he's got a good he's, reputation. He's a good reputation. That, he that, got sacked from Greece to losing, I know, losing I know, to the Faroe He did do a bad job at Chelsea. I mean, obviously, I, me personally, I haven't kept, I haven't kept up with his um, managerial like stories ever since he left Chelsea. Yeah, of course. But... Um, from what I remember, he was a good manager. Now, I don't know if he's managed to keep up with the times also, and how football was revolutionised, but football's not the same as it was The Premier then. League also is a lot different it's, to when he was in. It's a lot more difficult. I mean, a lot if, more if, we, if we look at Ranieri, I mean, wasn't he the man that started off this Chelsea revolution? Kind I mean, of, kind of. Yeah, he season. spent the money. He spent the money. And he's, well, essentially, he sparked off yeah. the Premier League revolution yeah. where all money has become the most important thing. Abramovich did that. He was just a person who was happened to be. Well, Ranieri was a face. I mean, will he? Well, that's, that's what what does, will, he, will he get the same financial back? Because the they haven't got as much money as Chelsea. To have. be fair to Ranieri, he did get them into the top four, and then that summer, that's when uh, Mourinho won the Champions League. No, that's when no, that's when um, no, that's when Abramovich came in that summer, and then because they went Champions League already, and then he got into the quarterfinals or semi-finals, but they were not out by Monaco. Yeah. So he did. Okay. He did okay. He did Again, okay. this was a long time ago, but, guys. Yeah, it was. Like, no, I don't know. Was the Monaco in the final Champions League in two thousand and three or two thousand and four? Two thousand and three, two thousand and four. I guess yeah. Portland. And Marino exactly. Won it. That's, uh, that, that was that, a no, lot. That's a long that's, time that's, ago. That's the, that's the point I'm trying to make. Yeah, let's, 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 okay, you want to, don't want to talk about that. Let's talk about modern football in Ranieri. He went to Monaco. I mean, he was, he was there when he brought in James Rodriguez, uh, Os Campos. Who else have they brought in? Um, did Ranieri bring in Falcao, or was that Jardine? I think no. I think that was Ranieri. It was well. Ranieri, yeah. It was Ranieri. So, but he knows where to look in the transfer market, doesn't he? I, I guess. I guess he's not going to attract those players. I guess, I guess he's not going to attract those players. I guess what Darren will say to that though is, um, money was thrown. Yeah. At, on the Chelsea and the Romanovich money. Yes, yeah. of course. But you, you're, you're you're acting like um, Leicester when are, he was are, are poor. Then oh, they're not poor. They've well, got Chelsea or money for rich. They, also, you have enough. to realize they both had Champions League. To pull those players in. I don't know. I don't know. Leicester I, don't have that. To I, pull I, I, I don't know. Let's talk about Stoke and they, they bought in Bojan. They bought in. Bojan, Bojan. 
looking at his career, was in free fall before Stoke. Yeah, yeah, I, I, don't, yeah. I don't judge him because... I, it's, it's, I mean, he's just got a job. Who knows? He could have yeah. a fantastic season, and then if I say that, if uh, he he's, does, he's awful, then you know. I, if he does have yeah, a fantastic stop preemptively season, judging the man, if he, if even he, though that's what our podcast is about. <laughs> if he does have a, a a fantastic season, and I am wrong, I will hold my hands up to it. But I just don't see it coming. I, I expect a lot of people feel the exact same way as me. You have no faith in him, basically. No, no faith. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. No faith in Ranieri. Um, I don't think. West Bromwich uh, West Brom fans have any faith that Tony Pugh will keep Barahino at in the side. Let's talk about West Brom. I like that segue. Don't 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 know. praise yourself. I'm gonna praise myself. I like praising myself. It's, it's uplifting. Anyway, he's a host. Don't have his fun. Thank you. Barahino <laughs> with uh, 14 goals for West West Brom. The very important goal, of course. The, the closest to that was Brown Day on four. Victor Nietzsche three. Craig Gardner three. James Morrison two. Chris Brunt with nine assists, um, Sessegnon, I've said that wrong because I think I said that wrong. Yeah, Sessegnon, you're yeah, right. Three, yeah. Graham Dolmes on three, Gardner, four assists, let's finish 13th in the league, 44 points, minus 13 goal difference, 51 goals against, 38 goals for, let's deal with the elephant in the room, is Ferrahino staying at West Brom? I don't think, yeah, I, think I, I, I think, I think he's, I think he should go, man. Do what it is about him, I, I really like him, he's, he's, He's such a composed striker. You mm. you see his goals, and he scores against good teams. He doesn't score against he scores against Chelsea. He scores against, against Chelsea. Chelsea Man United. Yeah. He scores against good teams. He's a very good striker. That's another. That's another. I don't know why Vardy's in the England squad player that I feel should have been in the England squad for that particular game that Vardy played in. But then there you go. Um, that's personal opinion, isn't yeah. it? Um, let's, let's 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 bring praise on Berahino, not not heap uh, negative. Yeah. Um, negativity no, on I, I I think it should be um, because. He's, he should continue his development at a better club. He can only He's only going to get better, in my opinion. I like him. He's very good. He's got a very good finish on him. He's quick. He's quite strong. Off, I like his off-the-ball movement more than anything. He gets to be, he seems to be in the right places at the right time. I love that about him. Now, what club he should join, that's where I'm not sure. I don't know myself. Um, he, well, let's, let's look at the options. He's not going to be a top-four side. I don't believe he's going to be top he, four. So let's let's so Liverpool and Tottenham. Well, Liverpool have just triggered triggered the Benteke thing, so that's yeah. that's done. Tottenham would be a good the good team for him. He seems like he's a default not, type. But the only way he's going to Tottenham is if Tottenham decide to play four four two. Harry Kane, exactly. Harry, Harry Kane, Kane is the undroppable. They're, for Tottenham. they're not going to drop Harry Kane for for anyone right now. So until we start the second I mean, season, drop. Anyway, oh, back, wow. to, back to oh, West, oh, back to back to West Brom. I was oh, uh, I put well, my my yeah. <laughs> You were saying we can't mention United on the teams and you're giving us like the exact Harry Kane. We're not talking about those no. We're not talking about them. We're talking about West Brom, Saudi Barahino. Continue. Continue. You know, you know, if he wants to join a top four side, the only team I can see him going to is United in terms of they're looking for a striker to Rooney. That's the only team but outside it'll be outside top four so I think I see I see making a bid for it. Yeah. That's the only thing I can see making a bid for him. But he does fit that sort of philosophy that Pochettino likes of trying to close Young, down from... Young, high-pressing football. Yeah, yeah. It would work for him. So, I don't know what they would do. But, who knows? Maybe maybe say that West Brom is the best option. Right I now. personally think he's not going to leave West Brom. Why is that? If you looked at the news, he left his agent after... Um, 
the whole thing with Raheem Sterling and they have the same they had the same agent. And he, um that What an agent he is, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> that seems like I mean, somebody who thinks his agent is trouble and doesn't really want to be brought into it. Yeah, but he has more of a relaxed kind of character anyway. He, this, doesn't, he doesn't like that kind this of This is one of the reasons why I don't think he's going to leave West Brom. And also, because, again, this, this, as good a player as he is, there's a very small like window for him in terms of teams he can join. I don't know if he's better off leaving now or waiting to see how it is in January and reassessing himself after that. One thing is for sure, West Brom definitely need his goals. He scored the thir- 14 out of the 38 that they've scored. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do believe that he's going to stay for another year at least. Maybe he would. I, I personally, I think he should go, but I do agree with what you're saying. Uh, it's, it's hard for him to get a club right now. Plus, it seems Spurs are looking at other players anyway for the strikers' position. Yeah. yeah. Like Lorente is apparently being linked with them. I mean, wh- why doesn't he receive the media attention of a player like Kane? Because Kane, out of nowhere, scored. Well, okay, let's not do that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's no, not, let's no, not no, do that. No, 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 I think, I think the hype of a Kane was a lot more strong because of the way Kane was scoring. Yeah. Uh, it seemed like every week for a bit. But yeah, yeah, he scored. He pretty much scored pretty much every game he played in, apart from towards the near the end of the season. Yeah. So yes, but this is a man that plays for West Brom. He's not going to get the chances that Kane is getting at. at and that, and plus, plus he plays for West also, Brom. Yeah. Also, we've got to oh, remember okay. Harry Kane was the first player to score over twenty goals since Gary Lineker for Spurs, I think. It was shit, wasn't it? No, for Spurs. Oh, for Spurs. <laughs> yeah. And it was like that. Obviously, it's going to have its own attention. And also, I read a stat somewhere that Thierry Henry has only scored more goals in two seasons than Harry Kane's first, like, first pro season at Spurs, which is, again, <laughs> proof of how well he played yeah. in that season. If you guys could see the look on Kill's face right <laughs> now. He's fuming with me. He's going to punch at you in this podcast. Let's skip to... Had the legend's name was like, excuse yeah. me? Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's skip to transfers. Um... The only one they've bought in so far is James McLean from Wigan for 1.5 million. They've let out, however, four players. James Davidson has been released. Graham Dorrance has gone to Norwich. Mm-hmm. Kimar Roof has gone to Oxford United. And Yusuf, Yusuf Malumbu has gone on a free to Norwich as well. You know, you know if, if they're going to sign McLean and that's it, then they're going down. Um, also, I don't really understand why they bought McLean when they've got Kyle McManaman. Um, oh, wow, I forgot about him. Yeah. And also, I mean, maybe they might rekindle their partnership. Remind me, maybe. if I'm wrong, but wasn't Claudio Jacob and Joseph Bonubu at um, Sammy Field like a key part of West Brom doing well in the Premier League for the last couple of years? Maybe Pulis has something that, or saw something that we haven't seen. I don't know. But <laughs> like, well, how, t- how, how tall is McLean? If he's like over six foot, then we know what type of football he's got. He's a winger, though. I'm, he's I'm, a, I'm, I'm taking a mic. Anyway, I don't know. They, they they need to they need to keep Berahino more than anything. Yeah. And I mean who's who's the defensive Oh the defensive set of backs? Yeah, it was a, yeah. Um uh, Macaulay, Dawson or Baird Olsen wasn't it as well? Olsen as well. Those are the four. Okay, that's they're, 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 they're decent. Dawson and Olsen I think are the best two. Yeah, they're personally. decent. But Dawson could also play at right back and Chris Baird could also play at right back. And they've got Ben Foster in goal. They've got Boris Minor with backup. 
I mean, they've you know ever since they stopped becoming a yo-yo club, they haven't made any progression. In yeah, terms of that's just that's one thing. Always fighting off relegation just as well as it ends. So they need to start working on trying to. Right, so worst comes to worst, Sadio Berahino goes to Liverpool down. or Tottenham. Then they're down. Then they're down. Take away fourteen think, goals from that. You don't think Bernardo will step up? Victor and Ichimo. He stepped up. He stepped up late. Yeah, but. I don't know how much he's going to step up next season. Also, Victor Anichibi, for me personally, has been a massive underachiever. I've, he's got the build, the strength, the ability to hold the ball up, to be someone, a great second striker to someone, or to get a good 10, 15 goals from balls just being whipped into the box. He's that good in the air, he's that strong, but I don't, he, just, he never seems to be able to I, pull it out I don't of the bag for I don't, me. I, for me, I don't think those kind of strikers work anymore, uh, like Lukaku, for example. He's got the build of all of that, but he's not achieving anywhere as much as Lukaku's still got more goals than each other. Lukaku's weird though. We'll, we'll discuss him later in the podcast, but he scored out on loan. Like, he scored so many goals out on loan, but then he went to Everton, put the signature to his papers. Yeah, Joey, because he left a team that was obviously title challenges, Champions League, so on. They didn't qualify for Champions League this season. They had quite a poor season. He's come out and said, I deserve to be a Champions League squad. Well, your performance well, haven't shown that. Yeah, also, um, we'll. we'll like we'll briefly touch on this, but we'll, I, I do believe that Lukaku's got a very inflated ego. Um, but that's true. That's we'll, we'll, the, we'll touch that's on that later. Yeah. We'll talk about rumors now for West Brom. Um, apparently QPR have rejected a bid for Matty Phillips, but negotiations are still ongoing. Denver Bar was a target, but he's gone to China, of course. Um, West Brom have told Wolves Bakary Sacco whose contract is up to know his demands. And not the first to reject the bid for winger Mik- Mikhail Antonio. See, I don't understand what West Brom have just going for wingers. Yeah, you know, I don't understand. These are decent. These are decent players, but these are not Premier League. Premier League. They're not Premier League. Two players. of them played the Championship. The ones they bought one winger from the Championship. I mean, you, you should say that they won't come in and do well in the Premier League. But I mean, you're not. You, you haven't done well in the Premier League yourself. Surely you should look to sign targets that would help you. Or at least try and look at that, the within that vision. I don't know. Try and look at the loan market within the Premier League. I'm sure Yanazai is going to find it hard to get going to Man United. Could possibly put in a bid in for him. Matt maybe, Phillips maybe. didn't do great at QPR. Why? Why put an offer in for him? He, I, he had that one standout moment. He, he, show, he showed massive potential. He's, but the fact is, he showed massive potential in the Championship. He didn't show it in the Premier League. Yeah, but the thing is, the gap there. between the Premiership and the Championship is a lot bigger than people want to admit to themselves. Yeah, that's true. That's true. It's a lot bigger. That's very true. Is it true? <laughs> it's damn true. It's true. Yeah, it's true. Apparently, we were. Well, we'll stick to West Ham. Tony Pulis. Yes, I don't think he's been. He's not been relegated. He's he's has the uh, big sound effect, of course. They'll probably just stay, stay, stay. Yeah, they'll be safe. They'll be safe for no other reason. But me personally, I think they'll struggle, and I think they'll go. I think they'll go down because I'm just 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 because so far I'm not convinced. Looking at other teams around them, apart from Newcastle, then they're not really improving. Uh, but the Premier League, obviously the Premier League clubs will find it a bit difficult in the Premier League. So who knows? Maybe they, maybe they will stay up. Tony Pierce is a good manager. I'm not going to come out and say he's rubbish. He's very good. So we'll see what happens. But I think they'll I'm, stay I'm up. I'm not convinced at the moment. If Berahino goes, then I feel that I'll be justified in the season. Do you, do you think there'll be a... They'll stay up, but because of Tony Pulis and no other reason. They'll stay up because of him. Do you think I'm, there'll be a shot bid for Kemay Jones? Huh? Oh, Kenwin Jones. No, he's playing for. He loves the, him though. Playing for the mighty Bournemouth. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Okay. We'll go to West Ham now, and we'll go to the top goal scorers. Diafra, um, Diafra. Yeah, Diafra yeah. Sacco. Is, is it Diafra? Okay, Diafra yeah. Sacco. Ten. 
Stuart Downing, 6. Andy Carroll, 5. Ella Valencia, 4. Czech Kiate, 4. Goals. Let's go to the assist tally. Aaron Cresswell on 4. Stuart Downing, 7. Ella Valencia, 3. We'll go to the um, points tally. 47. Minus 3 goal difference. 47 goals let in. 44 scored. Guys, is that a good West Ham uh, season? I, I'm, 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 I'm confused. I need to just clear something up for me because I think I heard. I hope I heard wrong. Was Andy Carroll their, their third top goal scorer? Yeah, Andy Carroll, yes. And, 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 and how many games did he play this season? I have no idea. Right. Um. Uh. Number one, short down is leaving to Middlesbrough. So that's, yeah, that's, done, that's done. Already. Yeah. So that's that's six goals gone already. And seven assists. Uh, that's seven assists. Damn. Wow, he had a good season, didn't he? Yeah, cash <laughs> on him. I, I I believe that's that's a very smart decision. But um, I'll I'll say s- it later s- on. You know, no, no. I, I like West Ham squad. I think uh, Billich has brought in some good players so far already. We'll discuss them later. Um. And they've started well in the Europa League already. They qualif- they're qualify. They're going to get through to the group stages, I believe, anyway. They've started okay. Um, I reckon myself doing right. I, I, that Village is a good manager. I, I have faith in them to finish higher than top. I reckon if they can have a good season, a good start, sorry, like they did last season, and sort of maintain it so they don't finish outside the top. Will they win the Premiership? Never. Andy Carroll... Was okay, I, said, I said never, that's a bit harsh. I said, <laughs> I said never. Not, you know, maybe in the future in some time, but no, not right now. No, no, no. Uh, Andy Carroll said that, didn't he? Yeah, well, Andy Carroll. Yeah, that he, he was probably... Uh, he probably not, had a night out and probably just said something stupid. Probably yeah. like a horse tranquilizer. Let's, let's... Yeah. Yeah. Also, these are all alleged yeah. things. Um, that was pretty slanderous of me. I, I apologise. <laughs> if you listen, I apologise. Um, oh, he's, he's, oh, yeah. If you hear Andy Carroll, I know you've had problems in the past. My apologies. I'm sorry, bro. Also, these are all alleged problems. Yes. But anyway, <laughs> anyway, let's get back to the point at hand. Uh, no, they, they, they've got a good, they've got a good players so far, in my opinion. So I think they'll do all right. Okay, Jackson's in so far. Darren Randall from Birmingham. Undisclosed. Dimitri Payet from Marseille, 10.7. That is a great sign. Pedro Obiang. Yeah, great sign. from Sampdoria. Angelo Obona from Benson, 7.9 million. Carl Jenkinson on loan from Arsenal. Did well last year. Very well. Very well. Out, Carlton Cole, thank God. They might, be, they <laughs> might bring it back in. That is it last season. Yeah. Stuart Downing to Middlesbrough, of course, we discussed that 5.5 million. Plus, Ravel Morrison left on a free to Lazio. 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 Um, West, West Ham, for me, at least I might get a bit of stick for this, but I, I, I believe that they're going to be their Premier League's new hipster team. Um, on the basis of they've got a a young manager, they're going to move to a a very good new stadium. They brought in some fantastic players. Dimitri Payet is going to be great for their system. It's going to be, I believe, anyway, 4 3 3 with him and Valencia and Ibasan on the wings with uh, Sacco up top, which there are goals in. Um, also, West Ham have really done well in like consolidating themselves as a proper Premier League team. And they have got the backing now, financially, because of the wealth of Premier League money, to build on that. I, I really do believe the only way is up for West Ham at the moment. And, and they've signed Aaron Cresswell on a new five-year deal, yep. um, who was, again, fantastic. And is the exception to the rule that there is a massive jump between the Championship and the Premiership for doing so well after moving There were a few exceptions. Yeah, a few, yeah. 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 A few. Last season? Yeah. Ings... Austin, Austin and him. Yeah, so it's a few. Three. A few. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, Three. Yeah, all right. 
Shut <laughs> up. We only think they need to improve. I think, I, 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 think I, need, I think they need to do one more centre back. Just not to sell. Just to be add, honest. Just add one more. Just add I one more. think they need to improve the centre. Oh, wait, they've got a bonnet, isn't they? Oh, well, then ignore what I said. Their back four is going to be Jenkinson and Bonner, Reed. Yeah, so ignore what I just said. I forgot they bought No, James Tompkins? No. No, no. Winston Reed is a good backup. He's a good backup. He's a good backup. Winston Reed is far better. James Collins is a good backup as well. Yeah. I do believe whether they need to stretch is centre midfield. Well, that's the thing. Alex Song, where will he end up? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Has it happened? Yeah, it hasn't happened, but there's no. Rumours are City and Chelsea sniffing around. City, City. Let's leave that for another podcast because I'm very, really angry with those two clubs right now. I think it's hilarious that Man City are just sleeping around anybody who's been in England for longer than five minutes because they might have a homegrown status. Sterling's the only exception because he's going to play. But apart from that, uh, again, we will get that later. But uh, I do, I believe that West Ham need to strike for the centre midfield and up top. Uh, because yeah, let's do up top. Eddie Valencia and Diafra, Diafra Saka. Diafra. Diafra, my apologies. Yeah, just get it right. Yeah. I'll get it right, okay. Um, 10 goals and four. They, at the beginning of the season, they looked untouchable, didn't they? They, they, did, they did, they did. They did. But then Diafra Saka had a bit of an injury and... Um, and of course the... Uh, pulled out of AFCON. AFCON, yeah. And um, he could have because of some... some registry reasons. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. I mean, will they step up? Will they be the strikers that West Ham I don't, need? I don't know if any of is going to start the season because, of of course, he was at Copper America. Um, yeah, he'll, he'll, get, he'll get a little rest. Yes, yeah, so he'll get a little bit of a rest. But I, I believe that, though, what worries me about Defra Sacco is that he, he, he does smell a bit of second season syndrome. Why is that? I, I don't know what it is. It's just a hunch. I don't think he's going to improve greatly over the amount of goals he scored. But I also Same for a team like West Ham. Yeah, to, to be fair, he has he has um one of the best creative well according to statistics anyway, one of the best creative. Uh, Stuart Downing last year was unbelievable Yeah, but in terms of in terms of like creating chances, yeah, but in terms of recording assists, Paye was up there with the yeah. best of them in Europe. Yeah. So now he has And most added, of his goals came from headers, didn't it? Yeah. yeah so now he has an even better creative outlet yeah. behind him. So it it could be an even better season for him. And also, I, know, I, know I reckon Blitz is they're linked with some other strikers. Maybe they're gonna add one more just to bolster that because Anavelis can play on the right. Yeah. yeah. Also, I heard that um, I might get his name wrong, so apologies for that. That um, West Ham are interested in an attacking midfielder called Lanzini, I think from River Plate. Um, I've heard those rumors. Yeah. I'm and good. again, that's just if they're going to play the way I think they're going to play, which is with two wingers and somebody in behind. If they do get him. Um, they're going to have a very solid back four. They're going to have a very solid midfield because they're going to have Obiang or Koyate and or Song if um, he signs permanently mm-hmm. with two fantastic wingers and somebody just behind him. So it's, it's made up for him to score goals, but I don't. I, I worry that he's not going to. Also, I don't really believe Andy Carroll... He's not. No. Well, I don't, I don't think he'll be Village to start. I don't really. believe he will. Yeah. Even, if, not, even if he was part of his plans, his injury problems are too much. Yeah. I, I think I think West Ham should cash in on Andy Carroll the way they cashed in. Newcastle. Newcastle will take him back <laughs> in a heartbeat. Newcastle will take him. They will take him. Take him back in a heartbeat. 100%. The amount of money they've made from him, they could get him at such a slip's price. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that. 
I'm not, I'm not convinced that he's going to get more than 10. I think he might get a 10 again, exactly. It's not bad. Um, no, but I believe that they need to be scoring more goals if they want to improve in next season. Because, again, the Premier League is harder um, next season. A lot of mid-table teams are strengthened. We love seeing that, don't we? Us well, English. If only he's, he's always better this season. It's after, not better, it's after harder. the best season. It is difficult. More Do you know why it's harder? harder? It's not harder because all the teams are fantastic. It's because the quality has become closer to each other. The top and the bottom are getting closer. Let's talk That's about what's it. making it harder. Not Let's because the quality of each team is great in comparison to the world. Because that isn't true. You're looking at the Champions League where England got done last season. And Europe League. Like, just Europe. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, very worrying. it's very worrying though, isn't it? Because I think from a period of like, I think from 2004 up to 2012, maybe when Chelsea last won it, English clubs were at least getting to semi-finals or yeah. finals. So there's been a serious... Let's, not, let's, but let's, again, not, let's not talk about yes. finals about yeah, English teams. So. Uh, oh, Somebody's still a little bit sore about the Champions oh. League they haven't won. Listen, listen, it's, it's nine years ago, man. Let it go. For yeah, that. I can't. Anyway, Slavon Village. Yeah. Good. Yeah, I like good. Yeah, yeah. 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 He's I'm interested, interested to see what young Croatians he brings through. I mean, to let's talk about Croatians. He must have the phone number of Luka Modric. Oh, come on. Maybe? Absolutely piss off. Matteo Kovacic? Next team. <laughs> Matteo Kovacic? Next no? team. Yeah, okay. Imagine Luka Modric in a West Ham shirt. <laughs> That'd be fun. That would be amazing. More like Vedran Choluka. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm just, just can we just can we talk about that guy for a second, please? Choluka. Yeah. Uh, do you guys see the penalty that he he hit recently? No. Yeah. Friendly game, right? You know, you know when, you know, I'm critical of players that take a penalty with one step. He had a full run up, <laughs> and he kicked it as if he was playing football with his son. And I'm not saying a son that's grown up. I'm talking about a son that's maybe three. Oh God! Like the the reaction of the goalkeeper was to pick up the ball and he threw the ball on the ground because he was that angry. <laughs> I hate football. He's now my hated this. I hate him. Okay, so disrespectful. I didn't see Hopefully, Chaluka won't come back to Premier League. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, he just stays where he is and retires. Okay. Just depends. Okay, we we're being a bit um, facetious with Billich. Will he keep West Ham in the Premier League? Yeah. Will he play the West Ham way? The West there Ham is way. No West Ham way. Right, can, I, can I just say this right now? <laughs> the West Ham way is like up there with a Loch Ness monster. It's <laughs> <laughs> like the biggest myths of all time. The West Ham way is whatever happens for us to fucking win. The way, like West Ham's most successful period. There, there is no West Ham way. Their most successful period was when they had Joe Hartson, Paolo Di Canio, Kadute. When they had big men up front yeah. and somebody with a bit of style beh- behind them. And they still lumped it up. Trevor Sinclair. I'm not having this West Ham keep it on the floor days just because they lived at a time when Carrick, Joe Cole, Lampard, Lampard and Rio came through for them. There's very, very few clubs that actually have a certain way of playing football that they've done the whole time. And West Ham are one of those teams. They're not. I'd Whether say they there's like one team, and that's Arsenal. No, uh, whoa, 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 I'm going to stop you there because before Arsene Wenger, you were known as boring, boring Arsenal, so I will not allow that. No, I'm saying from a, from a 2000 onwards. From the, okay, okay, well, okay, from that. You're still wrong because Swansea are exactly, they're exactly the same way. They've hired by okay, that's two clubs. based that's on two the exact same That's two clubs. That's two clubs. That's two clubs. That's two clubs. That's two, so, apologies to Gary Monk. Off, climb off your high horse for I'm a second. sorry. I thought Arsenal were better than Barcelona. Do we do At Kale Maxim. It's not. His actually. name is the Kale Ma- DC Maxim on Twitter. All right. DC, at me though. DC underscore Maxim at 33. Yeah. Got to get it right say, say, say again, say again. 
DC underscore Maxim 33. He cool. said Arsenal are better than Barcelona. Just so you know. Okay. Arsenal fans will probably back him anyway. Yeah. Arsenal, fans, Arsenal fans win everything as well. Let's talk about Barcelona. Let's talk about um, let's talk about their players that they've let go. They've let go Delefeo. He's gone to Everton. That's what he said. Yes. Yeah. Nice segue again. Fucking what Everton. Romeo, Romeo, yeah, okay. <laughs> top, top, top goal scorers. Um, Lukaku with 10. Morales with 7. Naismith on 6. Jagiel got on 4. Seamus Coleman with 3. Okay. Yeah. Big fans of the podcast. You, 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 you didn't see that, but what, what I can only explain as a Seamus... Uh, Michael Taunt, maybe? Yeah, Seamus Taunt, Seamus chest pump. As they call it. Yeah, shut up. Liam Baines with nine assists. Osman with two. Lukaku with five. That they finished 11th in the league. 47 points, minus two goal difference. Let in 50, scored 48. What? Let's face it, it wasn't a good Everton But that's because of um, injuries in the Europa League. They missed out on Ross Barkley for the first couple of seasons. They keep... missed out on John Stones for a lot of the season. How long are we going to keep on blaming the European League for? Yo, mate. Oh, mate. I hate, I hate that. It's Do you know what it's it is? It's only English clubs. It's only English that's clubs. That's exactly what it is. It is only English clubs, but that's because the English clubs never want to prioritise it. But they're so happy to use it as an excuse because of flight patterns. Mm-hmm. Um, but with Everton, their squad isn't that big, so yeah. I kind of understand why it's used for them. But teams like Tottenham have no excuse. Let's kiss, let's keep Everton now. Um, Everton. Um, why did Why did they finish eleventh instead of? As, as I said, as I said, they injuries to key players at the start and end of the season, and um, Lukaku not hitting the heights of last the uh, season before so, that. So when you were watching the games, they seemed a bit unsure of themselves. Also, Roberto um, Martinez. They weren't looking very confident on the ball. Um, he got a bit found out about Martinez as well yeah. last season uh, because it was very, very well known how forward that his wings back pushed forward and he often got um, left out because of that, often got caught on the counter-attack because of that. Yeah, I, I it was a, a, a multitude of reasons. Injuries to key players, Lukaku not hitting the heights of last season. They're not really having a good backup for Lukaku up front. And Rina Kona is, I think, their second to a striker oh, who was never really made it the Premier League. Letting Baines also not hit, even with the nine assists, not really hitting the high heights that he can. Yeah. And, um, again, um, Roberto Martinez being too open and not having a plan B and not being able to shut up shop because they conceded a lot of goals. Um, well, let's talk about the reasons why they conceded lots of goals. Sylvan Distan and uh, Jack Yoko, who had a Decent. Yeah. Jagiel got a decent season. Distan was nowhere to be found. The beginning of the end for Distan. He's been a, a loyal Premier League servant for many teams. Yeah. He's he's been very very good, but I feel like age is starting to catch up with him. Martinez believes that as well because he's on his way to Bournemouth on a free. He's there. He's, yeah, he's there. No, he's there now. Um, thank God he's also got rid of um, Alcaraz. Oh my God! They this is another thing. Him. One thing about um, Martinez that. Doesn't get questioned enough as his transfer dealings. Mm-hmm. Um, he'll he will he's one of those managers that will get you one brilliant signing, but will have five or six really shitty signings after it or just around it. Mm-hmm. Uh, with this one, maybe that's just a Merseyside thing. Eh? Well, Brendan Rodgers is exactly the same. <laughs> You're exactly right. Okay. Well, let's talk about his. Well, actually, no. I think you're justified with the players that you brought in. Yeah. 
the one signing that, that sticks out for me is Gerard Delefeu from exactly. Barcelona transfer. But then he's brought in David Hennan from Olympiacos, who spent last year on loan at Everton. I didn't really see him in the, in the team last year. Yeah, yeah. And let's talk about their uh, marquee signing, of course, in the name of Thomas Cleverley from Manchester United on the free. See, here's the thing. I don't see him as an improvement on either James McCarthy or Gareth Barry they're, they're, or Mohamed Besic. They're all better than him. They're all better than him. Maybe he's just a, maybe he's just a squad player. Maybe he's just too boss of a squad. Because Everton do notoriously have a small squad. They do have a small squad, but they have no European football this year. Yeah. Well, he wants to build the job. He does want to build, but surely he can build a better player. But the thing is, this is the thing. As you just said, Tom Cleverley isn't better than Gareth Barry. He isn't better than Mohamed Besic. He isn't better... Definitely not better than James McCarthy. Um, the thing with Gary and Besic as well, they give you something in a team that Cleverly can't, which is the ability to win the ball back and intercept play. Um, Cleverly likes to pass it. Um, but then you've got James McCarthy, he could do that, but also win the ball back. He's a much more complete midfielder in comparison. I, I really do believe that um, Tom Cleverly is going to really struggle to get into that Everton side. Uh, as, as everybody knows, Gerard Delefeu is that good signing, but how is he going to cope with the Premier League in the second season? Um, because he had a great season at the start, but it took him to save December to get into the team. I think one thing I hope I don't see is um, he sent to, um, he, sent, he did a thing of risking players by, not risking, but he put them in positions where they should be playing, yeah. like um, Ross Barkley, for example. Playing Ross Barkley deeper at certain midfield or left wing. When Lukaku and him had their best seasons behind and in front of each other, yeah, you don't me- when you've got such a good thing, you don't mess with it. And and that's what Martin he, he tries to be too clever with his he tactics. Seems, he seems to like have this idea of um, when uh, the one game where they beat Arsenal when Lukaku sticking was Lukaku on the left, on the, on the right, on the on the left, he and you put Nate Smith at full yeah. yeah. changing, and he had this idea of oh, that's not working for Lukaku. Lukaku does not, yeah. he's not a wing guard. He had that one good game, but that's because. At a time that worked against Arsenal because against he was Ar- he was bigger than I think Kieran Gibbs or Natural Barrio. Yeah, then, and, and, and Bellerin, even though Bellerin is quick, he's not as big and yeah. strong as Lukaku. It works for that. It's not going to work every game. He's a striker. He's a number nine. You need to play him up front. Yeah. So, I mean, hopefully he doesn't do that. Delefeu, if he can stay fit, because he has had injury problems in the past, he can stay fit. He can be on the right, Mirage on the left. That's a good start already. If Mirage is still there, because he's well, he's well, been wanting to leave for the last couple of months. Well, well, I don't know where he'd go. Let's go to the rumor mill. Um, suspicions on they have suspicions. Ah, words. They have they have suspicions on making a Lennon a permanent deal. Yeah, that would be, be good. That'll be good. I'll this is the thing. This is the thing with my issue with Martinez. He had Chris Latsu, who in my opinion is no different to Harry Lennon. Mm-hmm. And I said this when we were talking about Bournemouth mm-hmm. before I did the previous podcast. But he's younger and he can be developed more. Okay. He did. He hardly gave Atsu a sniff when he was at no alone for Everton. But he's going to give Aaron Lennon, who's over the hill, and still has the same problems he did when he was first coming through. Can't which the wall in, yeah. appalling. And a player like Lukaku needs that good service. Well, that's, that's the question. Will Lukaku... See, think, the thing about Lennon is, I think he started... When he, was, he, when he first started at Tottenham, he, was, he did well because there's a period when that, that season we had like Van der Vaart and Bale and all those other guys in the team. Yeah. He had, he had a very good season. He wasn't just... Um, running down the wing, he had he had this ability to sort of drift into the middle and do these little touches that self chances. This is blistering pace, isn't it? Yeah, but ever since then he hasn't developed, and now he's just I mean he's what he's thirty now. 
Maybe 29, 30. He's been around for a long while. But he's he's still at the pace, though, hasn't he? He's still yeah. He hasn't lost the pace. He hasn't lost the pace. But how many times can you keep playing the same way? The best, the good players are able to adapt their game in a certain way. He has never done that apart from that one season. But he he had a lot of very. I think it was more down to the system that they were playing because he had very he had very good players around. Yeah, Everton have good players as well, but I mean, oh, good players want to leave. Lukaku's one of them. He won't he apparently Lukaku, apparently he wants Champions League football. Lukaku so is he, does he deserve Champions Lukaku League? Lukaku needs to really sit down and think about actually acting out what he says. You, you know, can't you can't yeah. go around saying, I want Champions League football, I want this, I want that, and just score ten goals and underachieve. The only reason why he's saying he wants Champions League football is because he was top goal scorer in the Europa League, so he thinks he can make that jump. But he's not done anything last yeah, year. You know what? Domestically, to prove that he's worth he, somebody taking the punt on him. He's in a group, in my opinion, he's in a group of certain players that they don't respect the players they play with unless they're better than them. Yeah. Um, Balotelli being one of them. See, the thing about Balotelli is, in my opinion, if he plays for like a Barcelona or Real Madrid and he looks at the players around him and how high the quality is there, he'd be performing at a much better level than he does at. Uh, Liverpool, he did for City, or you know, I see he had better players around him, so he did actually play. He didn't do that bad for yeah, City. Yeah, he actually was actually quite decent. I think that's the same with Lukaku because Lukaku, obviously, at Anderlecht, was young, he was trying to get up, he made it to the Premier League, and then he went to Chelsea. And the difference in the loan move and the permanent move was. He had the point to prove. He had the point to prove. So when he got started to go back to Chelsea, he could say, Look, I played this well, I am this good, give me the chance. Obviously, he didn't do well in the Super Cup game, and I think that's when Marino made a fan decision to offload him. He made the move to Everton because Everton did finish in the European spot and he said, okay, maybe this team is progressing. But they have made no progression and he didn't do that. His performance is just dwindled out. So I think he's... And his thinking attitude. I don't like that yeah, attitude. Yeah, he's got a really bad attitude. You can't... You can't, can't really how, dare you, how dare you think, oh, I'm better than all of you so I'm not going to put in the effort. You want to play in the top position. You want to play in the top um, competition with a team that can get to that. You put in the performances yeah. to help that team get there. How dare you say, well, I... In my opinion, I think that's how I think that's how I feel about him. He doesn't respect he is the like that. He is like that. He's and one of those players who doesn't know the difference between confidence and arrogance. He's very arrogant. And he always pushes it with arrogance. Because to be fair he to doesn't him, deserve... To be fair to Matt Hamlet, um, the goals he was scoring at the age of 17-18, it was a phenomenal rate. So to be fair to him... Yeah, but he was, he was 17 and 18 in, in the Belgium League, where... To be honest, I don't think most of the players not fa- were about six foot four, which they're, is the height of Lukaku. Yeah, they're not fantastic, but I mean, at least he'll score at a phenomenal rate. So he had that confidence. Come. At his age, he was really, really ahead of the pack. Yeah. At 17, he was really ahead of but the pack. But for him to then come and say, okay, I, I think it's a case of, you know what, I played for Chelsea, they must have well, a good enough to play for them. Obviously, they have to me because they're growing Costa and this lot, so. Do you know what, if yeah. I was Martinez, you know what I'd say? I'd say, you want Champions League football, prove it to me, score 25, and I'll let you go. Yeah. You won't, you won't, I don't, I doubt yeah. Essen- you. Essentially what you're saying is you're, you want Martinez to be Tim Sherwood. No, the thing is, <laughs> the, the thing is, that's because I know Lukaku won't score 25. If he was to score 25, he won't score interest, 25. interest would be good, big in front of Yeah. And, and then, it wouldn't be Premier League clubs, because I don't think you'll stay in the Premier League, it'll be Europe somewhere. Will, will he warrant another move though? No, he will leave, leave at some point, but it won't be next season, based on his performances. That I mean, season. how much has he has he cost Chelsea plus Everton? Thirty million was the deal from Everton, from Chelsea to Everton. How much did he cost? Um, Chelsea co- paid about twelve million. Yeah, yeah. something like that. Yeah. So 
obviously his price is going up, but will he? Will anybody be willing? Well, if he's knowing to, that his attitude is like to, that. Well, if he's to leave, first of all, Everton have to be ready to take a big cut because I don't see anyone paying more than there is no 18, way. 18, there is million. absolutely no way Max. he's gonna get. Everton's gonna get he's gonna thirty go, million. In, for, my, in my opinion, Kaku. in my opinion, he's gonna go abroad. I don't know where. But I don't see him staying in the Premier League. I don't see anyone convinced by him in the Premier League. If someone's convinced by him in the Premier League, based on Everton's season by now, the rumour mills would have gone crazy because we're going to be like, well, at least a team has looked at him. Every yeah. time you hear rumour now, it's oh, a team maybe in Italy yeah. or one in Spain yeah. that's maybe pushing European League slash Champions League. The only way Lukaku is going to get that move next season is if he scores over 20 goals. The jury is out on him. Because he's got a lot of talk, but he hasn't really done anything with it. We're gonna um, we talk about another position. We've got to talk about goalkeeper Everton. Tim Howard struggled with injury yeah. this year. Plus, I think he peaks. World Cup year, he definitely yeah. peaks. Who's, who's their backup? Joel Robles. That's the thing. They're, one of their other rumours is that um, Ospina, Arsenal's Ospina, has had offers to leave, but apparently he's happy to stay at Arsenal. Which trolling Chesney? Yeah. <laughs> uh, to be honest, it doesn't sound right to the, me. Those those two are both. Would really Everton be a good team? Ospina and on and Everton do sound like a bit of a square peg in a round hole. I don't think it's gonna happen. No. Ospina would be a good signing, but uh, if he wants to stay at Arsenal, that's good luck to him because none yeah, of them are just none of them Yeah, Pechek is not, not undisputed right now. Yeah. So, I mean, good luck to both of them, but. Uh, I think Chesney Seven's got a better ring to it than fucking Chesney won't leave. Chesney won't leave. Chesney's the third choice keeper. Chesney is because he was number one. Chesney has a very big ego, so I I do not see him accepting a loan move to any club. If yeah. he's gonna leave, he he's will leave permanently because yeah. he was number one, and then he got his piss by Spina last season. Also, you know, he made nowhere, he so. made his debut against Man United. <laughs> so, like, I don't yeah, I don't see him. Leaving. I don't think if he's gonna leave, he'll be permanent. Yeah. Spina has more chance of leaving than Chesney. You think so? Would Everton be the, the right choice for him then? It'd be a good choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tim Howard is still number one. Tim Howard's still a good goalkeeper. Yeah, Tim Howard. He, he hasn't good. lost it. He's just been in competition with another good goalkeeper. That's that's the issue. I think at this age, Spina is now gonna say, I want to start games. He knows that's not gonna happen with Czech. So. Roberto Martinez, we've discussed him. Will he stick to his philosophy, or will he have to change in order to? I think for higher position in Premier League. For Everton to progress, they need a plan B. Their plan A is great when it works, but when it doesn't work, they need something else to fall back on. Thing is, with Roberto Martinez, the jury is out on him because he's one of those managers that does like to flatter to deceive. Because when his first season at Everton, they loved him. They absolutely loved it. The brand of football and the way that he was able to basically get the people to be excited about going to Everton to watch football. Last season, people found him out a little bit. They conceded more goals. And people were a bit um, like uncomfortable with the way things are going on. Um, it'll be interesting to see whether that's going to carry on. But I do feel if Everton are to progress, they need to sign a defender. Um, and I heard a rumour today that they're, they're going to try and get Johnny Evans from Manchester United. That's the wrong um, defender. Which though. for me is the wrong defender. <laughs> so uh, If they're going to pay eight million for him, then, then good luck to them. The Manchester United fans are going to be fucking over the moon if I to get eight million for Johnny Evans. But it's the wrong defender for Everton. John Stones needs somebody 
See, this is this is why a lot of experience and if, leadership. If, if you know, if you know me, this is why um I don't I've never had ever had a high rating of um Martinez because I don't deny I don't deny he's a good manager, but under Wigan the pressure wasn't there and he always had this little period where they started to just come out of nowhere and stay up again and. And, was, the, and was, the season they went down, they won the FA Cup. Yeah. So sort of almost like got I, away I, with I it. was never ever convinced. And even that FA Cup win was very very lucky. Obviously they got controlled they by City. Very well. No, they played well. No, I'm, I'm not going to criticize. They 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 controlled the game in the sense that City dominated the game with possession, but they controlled how much pressure was put on them. But uh, I don't know. I'm, I've always been on show on him. I'm not really sure on Martinez. I'm not really. Martinez happy. needs to get at least eighth this season. I think no, at least tenth. I think eighth. Is probably their optimum position at the moment, but um, what is what is a, what is a good position for Everton? Top eight to to no for to finally be sold. Bill Kenwright is he's, he's trying. He loves the club. He's he's trying. Trying. He loves the club, but he, he just he's, nobody wants to sell. He's wants tried, to, he's wants to buy the club. I think he's just going just go to a Qatari. The thing is though, the thing is the Premier League money is rolling in, so maybe he won't have to. Everton are not a fashionable club in the sense that. When they're always Man under City. the shadow, my apologies, but they're always under the shadow. No, Man, Man City, Man City weren't a fashionable club, but they just built a new stadium. It was easier. Yeah, because because of the uh, Commonwealth Games, they got exactly. the same. It was yeah. easier. So, I mean, hopefully, I mean, hopefully they can get someone that's good, not like another Randy Lerner. They can get someone that actually is committed to the club. It will take them far, but who knows what happens. So, to be fair, I don't know if the need to sell Everton is. At its pinnacle at the moment because of the influx of money coming in, um, but I I want to put this question out there and no disrespect to any um, Everton fans, but do you feel like they might have hit a glass ceiling? Do you feel that they can't really go past eighth, or uh, can you feel that they can? You can turn because um because I know they I know they've gone higher than eighth before. The only glass ceiling. But I mean, me, like now, do you see them being to able me, to go sixth, fifth, to fourth? Me, do you uh, see uh, that to ever me, happening? The, I don't believe in the glass ceiling thing. I, I just think you can only finish as high as your good the team is. They they're gonna have to build again. Simple as that. It'll take some time because no team. I mean, City were never gonna finish in the top four until they got their money and then yeah. Chelsea as well. Chelsea, Chelsea. I mean, not top four, but they were never going to win the league. Yeah, it was always a United and Arsenal sort of yeah. thing. So, I mean, it'll take time. It'll take time. But, you know, maybe one day they could get someone and start bringing in good players, great players even. Sorry, they're not good players, really. Great players that help bolster the squad. It's just... Right now, I don't see them I look at them and I look at... More than a European League squad, but then that's even more difficult anyway. I look at them and I look at Southampton and I look at them and I look at Tottenham and I look at them. Liverpool as well. And look at Liverpool even. And I think oh, it's going to be tough for them to no, get top six. It's going to be very difficult. It's, it's going to be, be very difficult. tough for them very to get top six. Even a club like Stoke are building a very decent squad now. So yeah, who knows? I mean, who knows? Yeah, so it's going to be a difficult season for Everton. I mean, they're not going to go down. They're not going to have any issues. But a team like theirs should be trying to get top six. But it's that... That mini league to get top six is so hard. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Ridiculous, yeah. yeah. It is ridiculous. What else is ridiculous is the transfers that are coming in this season. We're going to go to our, our segment here, transfer deals and rules, to close off the show. If you don't know what it is, Darren, would you help us explain? It's basically where I look at all the transfers that's happened. Cause these on wheels. Yeah. Essentially. And pick the best one. There you go. Darren? 
there's a list. Oh, very, very busy transfer deals and wills. Because, because we um, didn't record last week, it will, it will be the transfers over two weeks, over two week period. Usually it is the transfer deals this week, but because we didn't record. Again, apologies. Apologies, for that. of course. Um, Darren, take it away. Eunice Kabul has gone to Sunderland. Jordi Classe has gone to Southampton. Jermaine Lenz has gone to Sunderland. Sterling has gone to City. Everybody knew that unless they lived under a rock. Um, Carl Jenkinson to West Ham alone again. Schneiderlin to United. Schweinsteiger to United. And Darmian to, to United. Which so, United? Manchester United. Thank you. Come on. <laughs> don't, be, don't be an arsehole. Um, um, What's that? Called you a prick. Good. Um, basically, Ed Woodward has been earning his money. Um, Wijnaldum has gone to Newcastle, as we touched on. Adjusagai has gone to... Villa. Villa. Kabai has gone to Palace, which is fantastic signing. <laughs> Unbelievable signing. But how pissed off are Newcastle at the moment? He's one of their most beloved players in the last four or five years. Oh, it's, it's, and Alan Pardew, somebody that they despise, has picked him up and took him to the team he's at at the moment. And um, Alderweireld has gone to Spurs. Um, Kuko Martinez has gone to Southampton. Etienne Capoue has gone to Watford. This transfer deals on wheels is actually really, really difficult. Um, there's a I have a funny feeling, though, that what we said in episode two where the biggest name won't always win transfer deals and wills will be turned into bullshit. Oh. Was that, was that a shade at me? No, no, no. It was a shade at me. Okay. Because I assume that the two Manchester United fans will definitely pick a Manchester United here's, player. Here's, here's, here's the thing. Here's my logic behind it all. Okay. Right. Give it to You've us. You've got... For me, it's, it's, it's down to two signings. No, three signings. Okay. You're the class safe for Southampton. Yep. Um, Johan Kabayi for um, for Crystal Palace, Palace yeah. and Bastian Schweinsteiger for United. Okay, discuss. Discuss. Reason why? Fucking hell! Palace has got Kabayi. <laughs> 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 Never. The wildest truth they think He's a very good player. He's a very, very, very good player. Jordi Klasse for me is one of those players that. You will see getting pointed out a lot for reasons why Southampton are playing well. He's very bullish. He's like, he's got what I was saying. I had a conversation with Carol, um the other day where I said he's built like Carlos Tevez in a sense he's short, stocky, but he's not weak. You have the bulldog like he, effect. He's got a bulldog. If you play FIFA, you'll know that reference. Um, he's a very good passer of the ball and he's a very, very good defensive midfielder, but he's. He's different to Schneiderlin. I think he'll compliment Wanyama in a different way that Schneiderlin complimented Wanyama when he was at Southampton. So that was that is a good signing. And also, he's like 24 hours after Schneiderlin left United. So, left to Manchester United. So how prepared for Southampton for that eventuality? And, um, but Bastion Feinstein is a World Cup winner and a Champions League winner. He's literally done it all in football. And I don't buy this... He's over the hill thing because he's not older than Javi Alonso, who every Premier League team would take. Like, cut the crap. That is a fact. Um, Let's go, Michael. Jordi Classy is my one. 
Sioli Kase. Yeah. Sioli Kase. You know what? Southampton have this. Um, I read about it recently. They have this thing called the black box, and their training stick. I thought their training place called, but the black box where um the manager, the chief scout, and uh, I think the uh managing director or something, they all go and look at targets, and they pick out a specific target for when they're ready to play football, the team's philosophy, this, that, and the other, and they match it to why it would work for the club. That's why when they sign players. Don't talk about Southampton making a poor signing. Yo, it took him 24 hours to replace that. Because, because that's why Cla- and Classy's going to work. I yeah. mean, Coleman is such a smart manager that he knew, okay, you know what, this guy is eventually going to leave the club this season. So you know what, let's go to the black box, bang, this guy I want. Okay, cool. I reckon they put a bid in already when negotiating by the time Shining was already done. Yeah. So as soon as Shining left, like, yep, he's left, we've got the 24 million, we spent 8 million on that on you, come to the club. Just like that. Southampton will do great. He's gonna be a great signing. You just watch him. So it isn't as easy a transfer deal the wheels as um, okay, you okay. thought it was gonna be. And is that exactly because I'm gonna say it's Kabaye, who is probably going to have the most effect for the team he's playing at this year. Okay. And um, let's, face, let's face it, this guy went to PSG. Yeah. Didn't do too bad. But he wasn't getting the games that he probably des- he deserves. He, he probably deserves. He knows how to pick a pass. He he can score a long range. He can score a screamer. Great set piece taker as well. Yeah, he's. I believe he is the full package. And him besides Yedinak will work fantastically. Or James McArthur, <laughs> like who's not a bad player either. Then you've got pace to burn out wide. Palace are so well balanced for where they are. Like they're very. They've got, they've, they get managers that know the club. Yeah. Parging this club inside out. Yep. So they're, they're going to they're gonna do very, very well. But of course, transfer deals and rules has to have one winner. Uh, and we're just going to have to... I say, I don't think that's it. Do you know what, to be honest, I think... I, I think we should... Uh, it might I think, be... I think there should be... Th- there should be three winners. I think all okay. three have enough but, about them. Okay, yes, but we need one. So we I'm going to say rock, paper, scissors. How are we doing this? No, we're, no, we're not doing this. This is no? my segment. This is gonna do it my oh, way. It's my segment, you oh, know. Right. right. It's my way, you All know. Right. My segment. All right. My way. All right. Right. I think with value for money, effect they're gonna have on the team, experience, and ability. It's gotta be Schweinsteiger, hasn't it? It's gotta be Schweinsteiger. Because Man United are devoid of leaders. They brought one of the leaders of the German national team. Not only that, he's a Champions League winner. He's experienced. He can help the players develop. He's gonna be playing alongside Morgan Schneiderlin. He's gonna help his game develop. As good as Klaus is gonna be for Southampton, he's not gonna boost Wanyama as a player from teaching him stuff. Do you know what I mean? But Schweinsteiger is. Schweinsteiger is going to be a leader as soon as he, as soon as he touches Old Trafford. He's going to be a leader. I believe that um, there has been a I have spoken moment. Yeah. So, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's Schweinsteiger. Um, so it's Schweinsteiger. Yeah. It's Schweinsteiger. Uh, under Sterling move, um, I think it's quite ridiculous that fans are blaming him for the 49 million transfer. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he doesn't just tell me his feet. But Same thing I, I, I do think they, well, personally, I think they paid too much. Okay. I don't think it's a point that's, that's down to the, the inflation of the only, premium English talent the that's, only, exactly, that's the thing the only people that can blame themselves for this are Manchester City of course and if the fans are, are honest with themselves 
they'll, they'll see the exact same thing. Well, he's a good player. The thing is, he will start games. He's, yeah. not, he's not a player yeah. that's going to sit on the bench. He's, he's, they're, they're revamping the squad. He's going to start on the right. City, City left, do right. need a breath of fresh air and some young players because they're a very aging team and that's why they fell off last season. Um, but I'd be worried because transfers seem to be quite quiet on their end, whereas the rest of the top four have been relatively active. Um, barring Chelsea, but they never really needed to because they still have the best team in the league. They're going to try Pedro de Sao Falcao, who could very well. We will discuss that on a later date. On a later date. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I've just been cut off. You, I think you it's have. time for us to go. No, it's time for us to go. Just like that. Just, just like that. that. Okay, uh, where can they find us? Uh, Twitter, first of all, follow us because if you don't follow us, I'm going to fight you. Um, What's the account name? It's free. It's actually three in the midfield this time, isn't it? We, we changed it. No, no, yeah, no, we didn't change it. No. It's um, let's let's get it up. And what was so it's free. I misfield, right? Or free in? Uh, let me get it up. Apologies, by the way, you know. Um, Apologies. He's ready to cut me off, but he hasn't even set up the last bit. Shout out, free in midfield. Um, at free the number I lowercase and midfield. Okay, yeah. So there you go. Free I midfield. Free I midfield. That's where you can follow us. Where else can they? Where can they hear, hear our lovely voices? Uh, SoundCloud. SoundCloud slash slash three. No, no, no. I changed it. It's, oh wow! Okay. It's SoundCloud slash three in midfield. Is it the word three or number three? No, uh, word three. Word three. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. three in midfield on SoundCloud. Three I midfield on Twitter. This is extremely confusing. At us. Talk um, to us. We, yeah, like we're 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 a very 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 new football. You can podcast. follow us at our own um, Twitter as well. So you can even ask us personally questions and stuff. I guess. At Asante Darren. I'm on a private account um, because yeah. I work for a charity and I don't want to get myself in trouble. Uh, <laughs> at Michael Kojo Ose, and that's not Michael with E A L. I hate people say E A L. A E L. Oh, Kale! <laughs> Last week. <laughs> How long have you known him for? Shut up. You can't spell his fucking name. Shut up. And I am at the C underscore Maxim33. Remember, he said that Arsenal's better than Barcelona, so go ahead. At me. Anyway. <laughs> Good night. Ask us everything on Twitter, man. Let's, let's yes, we do. Right. Good night. Right. Or good day. See you later. Kudos. See you soon.